This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, Jeffrey Dahmer. The names of notorious serial killers are usually well known. They echo in the news and in public consciousness. But many people have never heard of Israel Keys, one of the most ambitious and terrifying serial killers in modern history. A predator who struck at random, attacking strangers and burying kill kits all over the United States. Keyes had no particular MO or victim type, a fact that helped him go undetected by law enforcement for over a decade. The exact extent of his crimes still unknown. But he may have murdered almost a dozen people, if not more. In her thrilling, vivid chronicle, American Predator, the hunt for the most meticulous serial killer of the 21st century, journalist Maureen Callahan takes readers deep into the investigation of Key's nightmarish crimes and inside the mind of a killer who defied all expectation and categorization. Maureen Callahan is an award-winning investigative journalist, author, columnist, and commentator. She has covered... Everything from pop culture to politics, her writing has appeared in Vanity Fair, New York, Spin, and the New York Post, where she is currently critic at large. Makes her home in New York. Happy to have Maureen Callahan join me here on Speaking of Writers. Maureen, welcome to this program. Thank you so much, Steve. Thank you for having me. When did you first hear about Israel Keys, and what inspired you to write the book about him? So I first heard about Keyes, well, I read about him um, in early December 2012, and it was a, a fairly short article, but uh, the second paragraph had me mesmerized. Uh, it basically described a modus operandi that Keyes had developed that uh, the top criminal profilers at the FBI had never before encountered. Um he had been killing all over the United States of America for at least the past 14 years, if not longer than that. I, I think it was longer than that. Um, and thirdly and most curiously, the federal government had been actively keeping his very existence a secret from the American people until the case resolved in such a way that they felt it was time to go to the American people and ask us all for help in solving other murders that Keyes had committed. And so I saw this and I just thought, this is like a cluster bomb. I've never read anything like this. And I started reporting it out immediately for the New York Post. And I wrote a piece for the Post and it did well. I mean, it really it resonated with people in a way I hadn't expected, and I just couldn't stop thinking about Keys and this case and the magnitude of it and what else was being hidden from us. And I then suddenly realized it was a book, and so I spent the next five years of my life just deeply immersed in everything having to do with this case. My guest is Maureen Callahan here on Speaking of Writers. Her book is American Predator, The Hunt for the Most Meticulous Serial Killer of the 21st Century. The book came out in early July. Maureen, what's been the reaction to the book? The reaction has been really gratifying. Um, it hit the New York Times bestseller list in its first week out, which shocked me because most people have never heard of this guy, and with reason. You know, the FBI really clawed the case back from public view pretty fast. Um, and I'm also getting readers approaching me and, and saying that they are actively not going online to look up anything regarding this 
pace to look up anything regarding keys because they don't want the ending spoiled. And uh, I, I found that really heartening because, you know, it's very difficult for any of us to, uh, you know, not rush to find out anything we want, uh, given the immediacy of, of technology and the Internet. So that's been really, really gratifying. Maureen, what makes Keys such an unprecedented serial killer? Or do you see similarities between Keys and any other famous serial killers? You know, Keys, he liked to stress his originality with the FBI. At the same time, he did, in fact, borrow from some who had come before him. Um, one of the things that shocked the case agents interrogating him was his uh, admission, which I think he delivered with some relish, that uh, among the people he had been learning from uh, was uh, the FBI themselves, most particularly top criminal profilers like John Douglas of Mindhunter fame, like Roy Hazelwood, who did a groundbreaking book called Dark Dreams, um, and who who has since passed away, but uh, did speak to me for this book about Keys, which was extremely illuminating. Um, what made him so unprecedented. So first he had kill kits buried all over the United States, uh, the bulk of which are still out there. Uh, and, and no one has, has yet discovered one that he did not give up to law enforcement himself. So these are five gallon Home Depot buckets that he's stashed with guns, ammo, zip ties, rope, um, cash from bank robberies he had previously committed um, Drano to accelerate human decomposition. So when the urge struck, Keys would book a flight. Uh, he was based in Anchorage, Alaska, where he lived with his longtime girlfriend and his 10-year-old daughter. He would book a one-way ticket, uh, fly into a major hub, rent a car. He has now gone completely dark from the moment he stepped on that plane. He has turned his cell phone off. He has ripped the battery out. He is only using cash. So once he lands, he rents a car, drives hundreds of miles, digs up a kill kit, and now he goes on the hunt. And what made him, in the FBI's own words, so terrifying was that he had zero victim profile. You know, at the, at, at your, in your introduction, one of the serial killers you referenced was Ted Bundy. Right. Bundy had a very specific profile. He hunted young women, largely white, long straight hair parted down the middle. That's extremely specific. But Keys would go after anyone. It didn't matter if you were young, if you were old, black, white, male, female, alone, if you were with somebody, a pair, a couple. He didn't care. He would go after people in broad daylight. He would go after them in the dead of night, abducting them from their own bedrooms in, in, in really nice suburbs. Um, he would then take his victims to another location where he would rape, torture, and kill them. He would then move the bodies to yet another location, preferably across state lines and dispose of the remains so expertly that he left no DNA behind. And then he would immediately get back in that car and put hundreds, if not thousands, more miles between himself and where he left those victims. So he's hopped at least three states. 
uh, and taken victims from one, buried them in another. Uh, it, it, it made his his victims and, and, and his own movements around the country virtually undetectable for, for at least two decades. Maureen, you've called American Predator, quote, the book the FBI doesn't want you to read. Can you expand on that? Yeah. Um, when I initially began working on this book five years ago, the FBI gave me uh, a level of access to the case agents that one of the agents himself later told me he had never experienced. He thought it was unprecedented um, because he said, usually I have, to say, I have to ask them what I can tell you. And they just said, talk to her about whatever you want. Um, and that, that uh, access, you know, I had about two years of it. And so it allowed for a very, very deep um, investigation, not just of the Keys case, but what I came to call an investigation of the investigation. And um, around that time, I, I quickly was realizing a lot of things went very wrong here. Um, and there's a, there's a lot to be learned from this case, whether you're in a civilian or you just have a real interest in true crime or whether you're in law enforcement. Um, you, there is a lot to be learned about bungles made by the FBI, by the federal prosecutor's office. The result of which was uh, the FBI uh, became less cooperative. Um, I had to the federal prosecutor in this case in court, which I did last April, uh, I realized that they had been hiding at least 13 hours of interrogations with Israel Keys. Um, I wanted desperately to get my hands on the court-ordered psychiatric evaluation, or psychological evaluation, I should say, um, because that would be the greatest self-report we would have of Israel Keys' birth factors that went into making him the monster he became pointedly never released any information about his upbringing, which I found really suspect. Other documents that I fought for and ultimately got really began opening up more questions and answers, uh, which was really much of the, the reporting of this book. But the, the, the one that really stunned me was uh, a, a disclosure I got from the FBI, pages of case files that made it extremely clear that at a certain point, this case within the Bureau had gone from the classification of serial murder to a reclassification of terrorism. The FBI has never made that public, let alone explained why, what Israel Keys had done or what he was planning to do. This is a fascinating book. It's called American Predator, The Hunt for the Most Meticulous Serial Killer of the 21st Century. The author is Maureen Callahan. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Steve, so much for having me. And this is Speaking of Writers, and that's Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany for this week. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again next week with another edition. I'm Steve Richards.